0: Well, hello and welcome back to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we drink a new brew of coffee and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. And you join me on day 90, day 90, huge, huge effort. Day 90, 90 days of reading the Bible. Man, I'm so proud of you. Well done making it this far. It is huge, a massive milestone. Maybe you've never read this much Bible in your life before. Huge, massive work, congratulations. Once we get to the end of today, we're done. So well done. Well, not done in terms of the whole devotional, but done in terms of this part of the devotional journey. And uh, it's exciting. I'm so excited you join me in Auckland today in my kitchen. Great to have you here with me today. Let's talk about the scriptures that we're gonna be reading on day 90 today, and we'll get into it. The scriptures today are Psalm 39, 1 to 13, and Luke 8, 19 to 39, Numbers chapter 29, 12, to chapter thirty one twenty four. So those are our scriptures for today. And before we go any further though, let's talk brews. And yesterday we had the 830 standard as an espresso, and it was good, I liked it. Today I thought I'd give it a crack in the old Chemex and see if we could get some of those other flavors. So remember on the standard, we're looking for cocoa, vanilla and orange blossom. So this is their their stock standard roast and it was lovely throughout the devotional yesterday. Actually, I should say throughout the devotional yesterday, there was a lovely vanilla taste that just lingered in my mouth. It was actually quite distracting because it tasted quite good. So I, I definitely recommend this bean, but I want to try it as a Chemex and so I've made it as a Chemex. How do you make your Chemex? You might've forgotten. Well, let me tell you, I use 20 grams of coffee beans and 300 grams of water that makes me my two cups of Chemex That's my ratio for a two cup But let's give this a go today and see if we can get any more of those flavors cheers 90 days down the hatch Okay Bit more of the uh, vanilla-y taste in there A lot more of it a lot more vanilla But not much else, I'm gonna be honest, not much else in terms of the flavor profile there. Yeah, like maybe a bit of chocolate, like, but like not heaps. I, I think this is better as a espresso, to be honest. Now, we will try this as a plunger in the coming days over maybe next week, but I, yeah, I don't rate this. I'm gonna be honest, I don't rate this as a plunger. uh, Sorry, as a Chemex. It's not designed for filter, it is designed for espresso. So maybe that's why we're not getting it through as much. Yeah, I don't, yeah, okay. So there you go, 830 the standard, a lot better for me personally as an espresso, but make sure you get a bag of those beans and give it a try for yourself in your own chemics that is it though for today let's get into our devotional day 90 and get into the reason why we're here which is the word of god have you got any millennials watching yeah any millennials listening people born between 1981 and the year 2000 y2k come on now i'm a millennial you might not believe it you might think i was gen z or maybe even gen alpha no i am a millennial So if that's you, we're family. Welcome. One of the things that's been spoken over this generation is that we are a generation of fear. We are generation fear. That's actually one of the titles that's been spoken over our generation. And that's not a great thing to speak over a whole generation. You know, out of all the things you could speak, fear is not one of them, you know. This fear is rooted in experience and cultural conditioning. I want to prophesy over the millennial generation right now and every generation hearing this We claim back generation fear as a title, and we speak that the only fear we associate with this is the fear of the Lord. Come on, somebody. I wanna talk today about overcoming fears. I wanna talk about it today, and I wanna talk about taking back some ground that maybe the enemy has stolen through fear. If we're gonna overcome fear, we first have to be honest. All of us will face fear at some point, every single one of us. Just because we face it, though, doesn't mean we have to settle with it. Friend, if you suppress your fears, if you try and deny them, they will fester and grow. So it's far better to be honest and speak against them. David comes before God with some questions, right? He gets really raw and honest with God. I just love that about David. Like you read the Psalms and you're like, wow, is this guy is open. He is honest and he is raw. He was tired of being silent. He needed to get one-on-one with God about his fear. The big one that he is afraid of uh, is afraid for sorry is the suffering he saw all around him. He was afraid for the suffering. Uh, that he saw all around him, and also in his own life. He can't seem to wrap his head around how God could allow this to happen. It's super healthy to voice your concerns with God. I believe God actually approves of this. What's incredible is this psalm never gives the answers to his prayers, but it does, however, lean on faith. David finds his peace not in his understanding, but in his faith. His relationship with God, is that enough for you? Are you happy not necessarily knowing everything, but just relying on your faith? Faith is putting your trust in Jesus that he shall supply, in fact, all of our needs. There are real things that we're going to face, real things. And fear can be a real response when we face those things. I know during the days of COVID-19 and different seasons of trial that I've faced, there were some dark days that fear was a result of. Uh, Sorry, fear then became a byproduct of those dark days. But the awesome thing is this, despite these things, Jesus pulls through every time. Now it's easier to trust him than ever before because I've seen God pull through for me. The more we go through, the more we see Jesus getting the victory on our behalf, the more I trust him. But it starts with putting trust in him in the first place. Intimacy with God gives way to the realities of God being active in our lives. On the lake, the disciples were faced with great fear, but one had faith. Why? Well, Jesus said, don't be afraid, it's me. But only one could tell it was the voice of Jesus. The other disciples had proximity, but Peter, here's the key, had intimacy. Peter knew Jesus' voice. He knew exactly what it sounded like. And it was from this intimacy that then enabled him to have no fear. Friend, I wanna encourage you, you need intimacy with God. Proximity through church, life groups, or podcasts, worship music, it's not enough. You need to lean into your relationship with God and dig deeper wells. Learn what he sounds like. Lean into into the flow of the Holy Spirit and watch When your fear rises, your faith will surpass your fear. The only thing that we should truly fear is the Lord. Don't take his presence for granted. The Israelites on the whole, they did fear the Lord. They knew that their God was a God of love and a God of justice who takes sin and rebellion very seriously. For us as Christians, we need to interpret this Old Testament book through the light of Jesus. Everything needs to filter through Jesus. Jesus is the perfect sacrifice for us. Notice that through this chapter and through, through our chapters today, the bulls became less and less needed for sacrifices. This points to the reality that Jesus would be the one true sacrifice for our sins, that we wouldn't need bulls, um, but we'd have the one perfect lamb of God. Struggle to say that. Uh, sin carries consequences. Sin carries consequences. Sin carries consequences. Sin carries consequences. The Old Testament may seem intense and unfair at times, but sin has what? Consequences. Yes, you got it right. Yes, Jesus is the Lamb of God, meek and mild, but we will read in Revelation later that there's also a fire to Jesus. There's a pure, holy, righteous fire. Sin fires God up, and we need to ensure that we cling to our relationship with Jesus and keep on building it every day. We're saved by grace, but salvation is only the beginning of what Jesus wants to have with you. There's so much more in Jesus for you. His perfect love drives out all fears. If you're afraid today, I want to encourage you to run to Jesus. Dig deep into his love. Verse of the day. Yes, verse of the day. Today, let's have a look. Luke 8, 39 says, Return home and tell how much God has done for you. So the man went away and told how much Jesus, told all how much Jesus had done for him. This man had just been healed of many demons. And he's, he's been healed. He's been set free. And he's begging Jesus to come with him. But instead of Jesus saying yes, instead of inviting him to come, Jesus says no. He says, go and tell everyone what God has done. In my head, I'm like, Jesus, you just healed this dude. Like, don't we need some like solid pastoral follow-up here? Like, wouldn't it be better for like him to hang out with you and you can walk him through how to stay in a good space and not have demons come back? Like, give him pastoral follow-up. Don't send him out on the mission field. But Jesus has a different idea. You've been set free, so go. Go into all the world and testify. You don't need a pulpit. You just need the passion of Jesus burning on the inside of you. So go, tell the world what God has done in you. And that is it. The Daily Brew done and dusted. Day 90. 90 days of reading the Bible. Congratulations. And to celebrate tomorrow's day 91. And it's a super store-bought can or coffee. Super 7 store-bought. Super 7. Super store-bought can or bottle. I don't even know what I was saying anymore. I don't even know what it's called. But we're doing that tomorrow. And there is a brand new iced coffee out on the market. So I've gotten it. I can't wait to show it to you tomorrow. Hey, praying for you, praying that God continues to speak and reveal more of himself to you through his word. Good on you, seriously, congratulations. 90 days, it's no small feat. If you are joining us and this is day one, okay? You've you've taken my celebrations. Go back to day one, okay? And start to read the Bible again. Read it from cover to cover. It's never too late to start a Bible in the year plan. We don't need the calendar year. It's just how many days? 365. Let's read the Bible and draw it out for ourselves. A massive thank you for everybody who's already rated and followed the podcast. Honestly, it means so much. Thank you so much for doing that. And all of you who have subscribed to the YouTube channel, I'm a very blessed man. Thank you so much. Click that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. Like this devotional and click the bell so you never miss a devotional upload, or any of the awesome content that we put out as well. We've got some more vlogs coming up soon, some travel vlogs, some ministry vlogs, and some behind-the-scenes looks on how everything happens here on The, D- the Daily Brew and here and now, right now, goodbye, here and now, goodbye, done. dusted. see you tomorrow, day 91. If it's the start of your day, have a great rest of your day. Unless you sleep time, good to sleep time, we'll see you tomorrow on The Daily Brew. You thought I fast-forwarded that. No, I just did that really, really well. I'm very good at this job.